Welcome to another episode of Good Morning Camera, and technically, this is the official launch. We're recording this in anticipation of our new podcast being released to the world, and thank you for those tuning in. My name is Gadget. I am a photographer and content producer, and I am joined by Anthony, who is a videographer, a content producer, and an audio expert, someone I go to. Anthony, we have a ton of things to talk about in this episode, so I want to get right into it. We're going to talk about the new line of lights from Aperture because they really own this continuous lighting space and they got some new exciting products. And I really want to find out which might be the right one for me, but also our listeners. Atomos, the team at Atomos also announced a new Ninja 5 Pro kit. So we're going to talk about what that does but also use it as an opportunity to talk about some essentials that people might want to use for their video rig. And we mm-hmm. have, for our sort of, not inaugural episode, but our launch episode, we're going to be giving away a $250 Henry's gift card. So stay tuned for that. We're going to share those details. But first, we got to talk about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, as some people know it, uh, <laughs> took place last week. And listen, I'm not going to use this show, Anthony, to show off, to talk about how I had all my picks right and how I took the bucks on the spread, (laughs) on the under, and the money line, and came out with a nice chunk of change. I'm not going to talk about that. People don't want to hear that. (laughs) What we want to talk about is a Sony Alpha 1. We talked about this in our first episode, our first recording, but they went ahead and gave this camera to a bunch of videographers on the sidelines with uh, DJI R, sorry, RS2, I believe, their new crane system, along mm-hmm. with, you know, the batteries and the audio and all that kind of stuff. And this has been generating a lot of headlines throughout the NFL season. So first, I want to ask you, what do you think about this partnership? Were you impressed by it? And overall, where do you see this going? Yeah, well, first of all, like this is like the event that you would want to actually test out like a camera like the Alpha One, right? Like it's a beast of a camera, ridiculously fast burst rates. You want to test that eye autofocus. And then think about like all the distractions that like the camera would try and like uh, like avoid during like a football game, lining up on the line or something like that where you're trying to like get the right player. This is really the perfect a place to test a camera like this uh and it's it's super exciting it's not a surprise that uh you know uh, a camera of this kind of caliber is tested at one of the biggest events of the year really really so yeah this makes total sense yeah when they were doing this throughout the season uh they were initially using the sony a7r4 for most of this paired with a 16 to 35 f2.8 g master lens and you know when this footage came out here's the thing the audience was shocked. The audience was looking at this and seeing that shallow depth of field. And they were looking like, they were looking at this like, wait, is this Madden? Is this real life? Like what's going on? And I think in jest, uh, one of the announcers is like, oh my God, it looks like 8K. And that was trending on Twitter in a a small bubble because it obviously was not 8K footage. And what's cool is that, you know, somehow serendipitously, they throw in an 8K camera that they just announced at the biggest sporting event Ever. And what really I, piques my interest is, you know, yes, uh, there might be some uh, creative snobs that might be like, wait, it's just shallow depth of field. Why is everyone getting, you know, so excited? But it is exciting because the average consumer has not seen video content like this. And I'm not just talking about the people that follow, you know, the famous people on YouTube. I'm talking about the person that's generally just watching TV. That's most of the way that they're consuming content, especially sports content. They really haven't seen something like this. 
how do you think that this is going to be a new trend that might spill over into other sports or do you think that this is something that the NFL is going to look to own and really promote as their unique offering for sure yeah this just like this is like the evolution of technology right it starts with like the cameras that are capable of shooting like this high resolution kind of stuff right uh, and then we get into like the TVs that you know get up to 8k so uh, it all starts with the cameras that we have to have the ability to shoot 8k if we want TVs to actually display 8k uh, and yeah I can't think of a better event for this camera to kind of be uh, utilized in right um, I can't even like imagine like what those edits look like like I'm just thinking about like all the stuff that I would do to like a normal image uh, and thinking about how I would edit those images and thinking about how cool that would just look like I totally could understand the shock factor uh, when using some kind of tool like the the Alpha One. I'm I'm super impressed by this camera, uh, and this is just making me realize, you know, uh, it, it sets the bar up way way higher for like the next generations of of like Canons, Nikon's, and uh, Fujis as well. Like, oh my gosh, like it's just gonna be a crazy time uh, in the coming months uh, and years as we kind of get through the next generation of of pro cameras that are coming down the line. Amazing, amazing. And you know, I, we're recording this pretty early. So I hope that the team at Sony and their site, you know, Sony Alpha Universe, I hope they start publishing some of the behind the scenes of how they rigged this out, how they built it together. Yeah. I know you, Anthony, you'd be excited for that. I'd be equally excited just wanna... to see how they put this together, right? I want to see some of those photos and like just how tack sharp they look, you know, like just adding like a little bit of those tweaks in Lightroom that like, you know, me and you would probably do to an image could just make those images just tack sharp, crisp. You look at that image and go, oh, my gosh, that is just <laughs> nasty. Right. And that's the quality that Sony is putting out right now. Every image is just going to be unbelievably like sharp and just crisp. Right. Amazing, amazing. And shout out to the team at Sony for putting that together and congrats to them. We're going to talk about yeah. something else now. We're going to talk about the team at Atomos. They released the Ninja V, Ninja 5 Pro Kit. And this is really taking an existing product, the Ninja 5, uh, which is a monitor and recorder solution, packaging it in a new way and including SDI so that you can get better or, you know, more efficient raw recording. And this had me thinking, you know, looking at something like this and because a lot of these uh, cinema cameras are becoming more and more palatable to creators where the price is coming down and the feature set is going up, what are some of the essentials that you look at for a video rig, Anthony? You know, I, I'm looking at this kit and I feel like this might be something high on your list. Is there something else that you'd replace this with or is there other pieces you'd add? So to me, I haven't jumped into like the cinema world um, in terms of like the camera yet. Uh, in the last episode, we were just talking about how the FX6 is definitely something on my radar. Uh, and uh, a good monitor like this is definitely going to be an essential for anybody who's, you know, in, already in the cinema line. But because I'm not, I, I keep my video rig pretty slim, actually. Uh, there's really only like two essentials that I I would say are, are very essential for me. One was actually a recommendation from Mark Bone. Uh, he's a, a YouTuber and documentary photographer from uh, out in Hamilton. Really nice guy. Um, uh, but he always talks about how it's super essential to have a top handle. Uh, and it's just such a little thing that makes actually 
quite a big difference because when I'm actually using my camera, I want to try and make things a little bit larger than life, right? I'm always trying to film like a little bit uh, a wider, a little bit like down low at like the chest kind of like area, maybe just like at your gut. That's where I'm kind of holding the camera, right? And I didn't realize how essential and just better ergonomically a top handle will actually make you um, kind of hold the camera in that general position, right? Cradle the the lens with your one hand, and then you got that top handle on top of your camera. Um, this does take up the the hot shoe on your camera, so you have to be very specific when you want to use something like this. But for like B roll and things where you're just trying to be slick and smooth, um, but still want that kind of handheld kind of vibe, a top handle would actually be super essential. Um, my other big thing that actually is so um, so essential for me and probably a little bit unexpected for a lot of like the users um, or listeners that are listening to the podcast. Um, I was actually surprised at what an impact a teleprompter actually made for my video production, especially for like the videos that I'm making with Henry's uh, where everything is so detailed, right? They need like the specific wording to be like this and it can't be anything that you just ramble off of the top of your head, right? So uh, for me, a teleprompter actually is so essential and it just made my video production just a little bit nicer and more palatable for a listener because I'm not like going um and ah and like it's the script is right in front of your face uh, and the one that I use is actually the parrot teleprompter and it allows you to, to connect your smartphone uh, and then the actual teleprompter itself connects and like screws on to your lens uh, and you have all these like different rings so it really will fit on any lens that you could really use but that is one piece of kit that I, I really couldn't go without because sometimes you just need a good script and then that's it, right? Uh, makes it a lot easier to watch some of your, your videos if you're a little bit more precise. That is a phenomenal recommendation. And, you know, after we're done recording this, I'm going to need you to send me that link to that parrot teleprompter because I need one <laughs> yeah. of those. And uh, I, I think it's going to be it's crazy so essential, crazy essential. I will actually add a couple of things. You know, uh, my friend Chris Franklin on YouTube, who is a videographer and just makes great content around building video rigs. What's great mm -hmm. is that even if you don't have a cinema camera, a lot of these modern mirrorless cameras, you can pull fantastic footage from. So, you know, exactly. my Fuji X-T4, for example, 10-bit 422, yeah. you can pull it out. I got the Ninja 5, so you can get all that uh, depth and detail and color information. But one of the things that he showed in his videos that really kind of blew my mind is adding uh, a nice base plate that rises it, that gives it a little bit of elevation, that you can throw these uh, rods into, these 15-inch rods. And once you True. have that, it gives a little bit of length on the front and back. And what I ended up doing is on the back, adding a little mount that I can throw in an anchor battery, a 26,000 uh, 26, milliamp battery, make that the power source for my camera. And then on the front, mm -hmm. getting a Polar Pro uh, matte box along with the diffusion system. And, you know, yeah. you don't always have to go to this. You can, you know, start with something a little bit simpler. But it's just cool that adding a base plate, adding some rods, gives you a little bit more flexibility to add key elements to your vi uh, video rig. And, you, again, you can build it up, build it down, use it as needed. 
And the problem, the problem is like with what we're trying to do and what we do is that when you're using a mirrorless camera like we do, I happen to use the X-T4 as well, uh, it's a very light camera, right? So sometimes you actually need a little bit of weight uh, on your camera. So if you could add some extra little uh, accessories, even if they're not necessarily super useful, it actually will make uh, your footage a little bit more smoother, right? Uh, and kind of just smooth out the little bumps and shakes um, because the camera is a little bit heavier. It's a lot of, uh, one of the, the main complaints people were talking about uh, of the FX6 compared to like something like the FX9 is people were saying that the camera was just a little bit too small, right? And that's the problem that people are, are are running into when using something like a mirrorless camera. Mirrorless cameras are getting so good. We get good, amazing quality out of a camera, especially something like the X-T4, but it is a very small rig. Sometimes you need to just throw some stuff onto it. All right, perfect. Let's move on. And I want to talk to you about the new line of MRN products from Aperture because, you know, I use Aperture. I've been using it for a very long time. They make amazing lighting gear and they just announced a whole new line. And I got to ask you, you're the expert here. When it comes to this kind of stuff, what is the difference? So can you walk us through the new products that they announced and the differences between them? For sure. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll list off a few of the the new products. So they just announced the 100D, the 200D, the 100X, and then they have the 200X, which is their their biggest of like that that kind of budget category. All these lights uh, are from I think the the 200X is about five hundred dollars, and the uh, lowest priced product is the the 100D, and it goes for two eighty nine, which is pretty unbelievable for for the quality of light that you're going to get from Aperture. But the biggest thing for me when looking for a video light is I want something that you can actually attach a modifier to um, or like a softbox, right? I want the ability to shape the light however which way I want it. If I want to create like a nice soft look that I got uh, that, that you get with like a softbox, then you should be able to do that and you need a specific light for that. So the, the 100D, the 100X, the 200D, and the 200X all give you the ability to uh, mount something like a softbox or like a beauty dish onto it uh, and really shape that light. Uh, a lot of the, 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 the Amaran lineup also includes a lot of these like square LED panels. And for me, like these are a no-go unless I'm using it for like a kicker light, uh, something that gives you like that hard like edge light, right? Um, that's where these uh, LED panels like really come into play, but a lot of people make the mistake of buying a square LED light uh, and then you trying to use that as a main. And that to me just screams amateur. Uh, we got like the Mattia Poyas, the Peter McKinnons, uh, the Anthony's, the Gadgens, we're all using some sort of like soft box when trying to light like a subject, especially like a person, right? So having the ability to uh, slap a modifier on a light like this super essential and i think a lot of people kind of pass up on uh, that for sure amazing and you know what i like about this is that it just brings the cost down as a creator i mean you look at youtube for sure now versus even three years ago 
the sort of expectation from viewers, especially when it's around the creator space, is a little bit higher now because of you know the yeah. polish that a lot of big name creators bring. And I like the fact that there's a company out there such as Aperture that are making these products more and more affordable. Because I got a 120D Mark II here. It is not a cheap light. But the fact that you can get <laughs> yeah. similar amount of power, throw on a softbox with that Bowens mount and get that look, that's amazing for consumers. So I got to ask you, uh, what light would you recommend for someone like me that is a YouTuber that is looking for that nice, soft light uh, in my office, in my home studio? What would you recommend? For sure. So the the 120D, uh, either Mark I or Mark II, has really been like the gold standard for YouTube in general. Um, but the biggest thing that I actually would say to people looking for a light is invest in something uh, that is going to give you the most power for the, for the most amount of money that you could actually afford, right? So if you look at the specs of the uh, new Aperture lights versus the 120D, um, we have the 120D putting out 7,000 lux, um, which is essentially how powerful the, the light is, right? But the 200X is almost... It's half the cost, but it's, only, it's still putting out 6,700 lux, so that's not that much less for half the cost, right? So that's a pretty sweet deal. I think if it were up to me uh, and I was looking to buy something that's that's good, going to last uh, and give you like a lot of power and the ability to mount something like a modifier, I would 100% go with the 200X. Uh, but uh, that's not to say, you know, like that, uh, something like either the, the, the 100D, which is one of the more cheaper ones out of the bunch, isn't going to be like, you know, good. It, these are all like pretty good options, especially for the price. It's pretty unbelievable that they've kind of uh, created this, this uh, bunch of lights or lineup of lights that is so affordable. Like I said, the most expensive one out of those bunches uh, is the 200X, and that's only about 500 bucks. But me and you, we both bought the 120D, and that was like a thousand bucks, right? So, uh, yeah. so great, uh, great change in, in strategy, and they're not afraid to cannibalize <laughs> yeah. their own products. But hey, more power to the creators. Let's move on to something that people might be tuning in for, and that is the contest. And this is what we're going to do. I'm going to keep it very simple, folks. We are giving away a $250 Henry's gift card. And if you know Henry's, you know we got the best gear, especially for creators. And all you have to do to be entered to win is share a picture of you listening to the show. So it can be a selfie. It could be a picture of your phone. It could be a picture of you on, the, uh, on your deck just reminiscing, whatever it may be. Share a picture, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's your stories, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram. Use the hashtag good morning camera. That's it. Just show us a picture of you listening to the show or something playing the show, whatever it may be, and use the hashtag good morning camera with this on your social media platform of choice. When you do this, we can see it, we can go through, and we will be picking one random winner. The contest will close on February 23rd. So we're giving you a little over a week. February 23rd, we will go in, we will pick a winner, we will make sure to announce it on the Henry's camera social pages. So again, very simple. In case you missed it, all you have to do is share a picture on your feed, on your story, of you listening to the show, a picture of the show itself, whatever it may be, 
Use the hashtag good morning camera and you're entered. That's it. Anthony, can I make it easier than that? 250 bucks almost gets you that 120 uh the 100d right so like that's that that puts you pretty close uh and we got creative uh, creator draft picks coming up uh these are things that you're going to be able to get with that 250 dollars and i'm going to be looking out for quality i want some good quality photos I don't, i'm not <laughs> just talking like selfie it up on your phone i want something solid so give us something good folks uh, and we'll be looking out for it too Amazing, amazing. And you teased it. It is time for our creator draft picks. And this is where we pick every other week. We pick something that has been useful for us. Something that me and Anthony, uh, either of us actually own and we use for our content creation process. I will kick things off. The thing that I have been finding extremely valuable lately is very simple, very inexpensive, and you can find it at henrys.com. It is the shill magic arm 11 inch magic arm <laughs> most people getting started may have never heard of this magic arm before or what yeah. a magic arm is quite simply it's a tiny little piece of aluminum with uh, four points of articulation that allow you to mount an object such as a camera such as a recorder anything with that quarter inch mount and have the other end other end, other end on your rig, uh, mounted to a desk, mounted to maybe even a visa mount that I have here. But it just gives you a very quick, easy, flexible way to mount something onto another thing and then articulate it. And what makes it mm -hmm. magical is that you only have one knob. You got to twist to tighten all four points of articulation. It is simple. It is inexpensive, and I think if you're a creator, you got to have one of these. That's my creator draft pick for this episode. <laughs> Anthony, what do you have for the people? Those are hidden gems, that's for sure. You need oh, yeah. little little arms like that, for sure. There's there's always a need to attach something to something else. Uh, in this photography, videography world, it's never-ending. You always need arms, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, but but since since we kind of talked about video uh, a lot in this episode and video lights in general we mentioned aperture we really can't talk about aperture without mentioning the aperture mc uh, and this is definitely going to be a creative draft a creator draft pick to remember because the MC, it's been around for actually a little bit of time now, um, but it's actually one of the most proud purchases that I've ever really made, uh, minus like something like a, a camera, like the X-T4 or something like that, right? Uh, but I use this LED light as accent lights in my video. If you're trying to like light a scene, it's perfect for, for those like little just pops of light, uh, especially pops of color. You can scan an item on their app and get the exact color over onto the LED light. So like that's 20, it, it, this, this item I think was announced in 2020. So technically we could say we're living in the future with this light because like that technology is hilarious. Uh, I feel like this isn't a product that we need to talk about a ton because it is so well known, but if you haven't gotten around to picking up an Aperture MC, I feel like it's one of those things where you can purchase multiple of and always find a need for one of these things. Uh, it's not, it, I, I think I saw like a meme a while back and it was saying like a true videographer doesn't buy like a, a lamp from Ikea. He just uses like something like the 120D or, or an Aperture MC. You know, it's not just a video light. 
it's like a kitchen light. It's the it's the let your dog out in the backyard kind of light, uh, looking for a raccoon kind of light. It's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. so this is a light that is so essential, and I think it it definitely is worth a mention for sure. It's an older product, but man, it is one of those purchases that people uh, that I've made. And I look back on now and be like, what a great investment. Uh, I'm sure you probably have some some purchases that you've made in the past that you just go, oh, my God, what a what a waste of money. Right? <laughs> but, but yeah, this is not one of those for sure. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Anthony. And thank you all for tuning in to our second episode of Good Morning Camera. We can't wait to bring you a new episode every other week. Please be sure to subscribe to the show. And if you don't mind, leave a review because it helps people discover the show, find the show on your podcast platform of choice as always my name is Gadgen. he's anthony thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time <laughs>